how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run The Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we've done it, boys. We watched the movies, the build-up. We've done it. It's time to talk about it. Just some time for the hype. Going to release uh, <laughs> about a month later, but you know what? That's okay. We still did it, dang it. We did it in real time, so... Now you can mock all of our theories and dumb ideas <laughs> in our previous episodes. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, you got pretty close. One of you was pretty far off, though. <laughs> yeah, I think I got too specific with my theories. But it was close. It was fun to hear it because I watched it like the day we recorded the last one. <laughs> so like, I knew it happened when you guys were talking about it. That's true, but now we all know. Now we all know. Godzilla versus Kong. Oh yeah. My most anticipated movie of the year. Of the last year too, I guess probably, right? Wasn't it supposed to come out last year? It was. <laughs> <laughs> but they finally did it. And I'm glad. Just release it on streaming. That's fine, yeah. I was reading that this movie made a decent amount of money in like just the theater. It made like fifty million or something. It's the highest earning movie from the pandemic apparently is what i heard this is good yeah that's funny poor i feel bad for christopher nolan you know he's like my movie will save the theaters and then (laughs) nothing and then giant ape versus giant lizard i think he thinks a little too highly of himself yeah and it was way too early to start doing that anyways i think so he he was trying to rush things. He should have just waited like another year and he would have been probably good, but oh well. Godzilla versus Kong. We're going to talk about it. We're going to spoil this this one. So if you haven't seen it, watch it and come back or just listen, whatever you want to do. Yep. The choice is yours. Team spoilers or team no spoilers. You can pick your own side. Speaking of spoilers, should I tell my story on how I had this movie spoiled for me? Well, part of it. Yeah, I want to hear this. This is the dumbest thing, too. So dumb, but... Uh. <laughs> so, it's I'm online, I'm looking for me a Godzilla movie. It's hard to find, right? I'm looking on all these different websites that sell old movies and stuff, trying to find it. I'm scrolling down. I'm just typing Godzilla in here and seeing what all they have, right? And what do I see when I scroll down the page? A Funko Pop of Mecha Godzilla. Oh no! (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I see a a freaking Funko Pop that spoiled Mecha Godzilla being in the movie for me. It wasn't even another person. It was just a toy on the menu. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I was so mad. (laughs) I could see your face like, God dang it. And then Oh, but I actually add to cart. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> that would look good on my shelf. Funnily enough, uh, Mecha Godzilla was also spoiled for me. It's been spoiled for a while. I follow a lot of Godzilla people on Twitter, and it just happened one day. Someone talked about I don't know how it got leaked. This was like months ahead of time. And I was like, surely that can't be true. But then when the trailer came out, and I was like, yeah, that's probably Mecha Godzilla there. I knew they were speculating about it, like, from the first trailer they dropped. And it was funny, because when they get to that part of the movie, I was like, 
Yep, they're right. That scene from the trailer was Mechagodzilla. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I watched the trailer on Reddit the first time, went and looked at the comments, and everybody was like, Is that Mechagodzilla? Is that Mechagodzilla at timestamp? And I think I asked you, TV, I was like, People are saying this is Mechagodzilla. Do you think that is? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I knew at the time, too, that Mechagodzilla was supposed to be in there. I don't remember how I replied, but. Oh, I wow. I, I feigned he, ignorance. He did know <laughs> a long time ago. Good guy TV. He knows the spoilers, but he protects us. Uh, it was, it made me mad. Yeah. And I think, you know, Google, when you on your phone, if you like type stuff in, they have like articles and stuff that pop up below. That was starting to get a little dicey. I had to tell Google I wasn't interested in Godzilla, even though oh. uh, if Google, yeah, it felt like a betrayal. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Google, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to know this stuff. <laughs> New leaks from the MonsterVerse. And it's like, no, no, Google, stop. <laughs> I'm so glad it's here. I feel so free now. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's finally out. And I mean, they don't really try and hide that Mechagodzilla's in this movie from like halfway on. That is true. Like, and too, it opens with Apex labs or whatever as soon as they did that i was like oh they ain't hiding it at all that they're gonna have mechagodzilla in this some sort of robot <laughs> i'm assuming yeah you know i was kind of hoping it was gonna be mechagodora i i was too is that a character too there's a mech mecha of him there's a mecha of kong there's a mecha of godzilla <laughs> I hope we get Godzilla versus Kong 2 with Mechanic Kong instead. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Kong. <laughs> the rematch. <laughs> We're already jumping into it, but I'm just going to go over this real quick. Godzilla versus Kong was directed by Adam Wingard. Um, he's done a lot of like horror movies up to this. So it was interesting, I think, to see him direct this movie. I had no faith in him to pull it off either <laughs> as you kept saying <laughs> so much hate for this man i can't believe it i wouldn't say hate i was just like you know he's made a lot of movies that i don't like he's made one that he did a segment in that was our i mean you gotta be fair the guy who did the blair witch remake in death note the live action movie that's not a good track record <laughs> hey a man's gotta eat something's gotta pay for that big old house yeah i thought the blair witch was actually decent the remake yeah and i watched death note recently and i actually kind of liked it this time after i got over the fact it doesn't really follow the source material at all heresy <laughs> heresy <laughs> i went through a run i I watched like four different Adam Wingard movies getting ready for this one, and I liked most of them quite a bit. I do want to see The Guest. That does seem pretty good. That's probably my favorite of his. That is his best. Well, now I like this one best from his movies, but this doesn't feel like an Adam Wingard movie to me. I'm still surprised that he did this, but I am glad that he did because he did a really good job. But yeah, it's got a lot of writers. They brought back in Michael Dougherty to make sure they got those characters that carry over from King of the Monsters right. Um, it's got some other actors on there and stars. Alexander Skarsgård, that's the guy who did It, right? No, that's a different guy. Yeah, and it also stars our boys, Godzilla and Kong. That's true, as themselves. But who wants to give 
a synopsis to this because I don't know how to, like, I tried to explain this to somebody and it sounds insane when you're like explaining it. I'll do it. I'll give a synopsis. Uh, there's this big lizard called Godzilla and there's this big chunky monkey called Kong and they have a fight. Yeah, that is pretty much it, honestly. And then they go on some side quests, and then they fight Mecha Guns. A new challenger approaches towards the end, but yeah. Yeah, a journey to the center of the earth is in there as well. It is pretty wild. It's fun. It's crazy. But what do you guys think? Godzilla versus Kong. I watched it twice, so. <laughs> I almost watched it twice. If I hadn't been so busy today at work, I would have put it on. I watched it twice. I've watched it three times for this, but Ooh. <laughs> I didn't see this on Letterbox. <laughs> yeah, I have my suspicions, TV. When I saw you watch it, you put it down, you watched it, and I checked the next day. <laughs> you watched it again. The very next day, I was like, "All right, he loved it." <laughs> I like how you're like recording these like successive watches on there. Yeah, my like timeline of like the last four is like. Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, I think I watched The Fast and the Furious, the original one, and then I watched Godzilla versus Kong again and again. So it's like, it's such a weird I looking. did look at that. That's fine. I mean, this movie got me to watch uh, Mothra versus Godzilla too. Ooh. After I watched it, the, the throwback. Yeah, I loved this movie. I've said it before. I'm like the typical big monster fighting, and I'm happy. And. The fights in this are awesome. It's like not hidden in shadows and stuff. It's like in full light and daylight in some of the fights. I love it. It's so much fun. Felt like I was watching the Super Bowl. Like I had a brew and my fiance and I were on the couch and we were just like, oh, oh my God. Oh, the whole time. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yep. <laughs> when Kong gets that axe. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And then when Godzilla chucks it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. They're just chucking <laughs> that thing around. It's getting lodged into buildings. It was pretty sweet. I, I love the fights in this. Yeah, I was so pumped. Every time they have their like showdowns. Oh, man. Yeah, I was just like on the edge of my seat. It's so good. And I mean, this movie treated Kong very well. Like, I feel so bad for Kong in this movie. I feel <laughs> so sad for him. Like, when he lost, I was like heartbroken even though i wanted godzilla to win just seeing kong lose and how he lost i was like oh my god this hurts poor kong he just he's been trapped his whole life <laughs> doesn't even know who he is <laughs> he finally gets to be free and then godzilla comes and starts whooping on him yeah <laughs> trying to kill him yeah <laughs> yeah i like how they focus on kong a lot in this it really he does he's like his own character really I wasn't expecting it to be his movie as much as it was. But it makes sense with how they've been alternating back and forth. Yeah, and he's just yeah, he's just so fun to watch. He's kind of goofy. He's got that like funny smile on his face when he's eating the fish and stuff. He's very endearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really grew to like him quickly. Yeah, and he can talk now to the humans, which was awesome. I didn't see that coming at all. Man, that cracked me up. Like I guess I don't know why it was so surprising to think, you know, he is a giant gorilla and like we know that real life gorillas can do that. And I was like, oh, that seems so obvious now. 
decades after his creation, years and years later. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's such a cool idea. Yeah, I'm surprised we hadn't seen that before. Me too, but it's a good addition because, it. I mean, it makes you feel for him even more in this movie. Yeah, it kind of elevates him like to another level, like... You know, it attaches you to him, and you're like, "Oh, this thing is actually super smart." You know, like he's got he's got some thinking power on him too. He's not just a big dumb monkey. Yeah, like E.T. King Kong sign home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was awesome when he finally made it down there and sat on his throne. I was like, "Ooh, if only he was king of the monsters." If only Godzilla's the king. But I hope they team up again. I really hope they keep making these movies and they like team up to fight something again because that was so cool. Yeah, I really liked that. It worked super well. They kind of earn each other's respect at the end. Usually I hate it when they have these versus movies and then they have a surprise bad guy at the end. But I was okay with it with this one because it was just so much fun to watch. They don't, like, try and hide that that's where they're going. You know from, well, you guys knew from the start of it. I knew <laughs> pretty much from, like, halfway through. I was like, okay, yeah, they're going to fight Mechagodzilla at the end. And it feels like it's integral to the plot, yeah, which is nice. Instead of, like, I don't know, Batman vs. Superman feels like Doomsday kind of just shows up at the end, you know? Whereas in this one, it's like, the beginning of the movie after Kong is like, or is it even before that? I don't remember. Before that, the beginnings with bernie and apex yeah so like they introduced that idea right away the big eyeball and stuff yeah they set it up pretty well oh that was his eyeball yeah i'm really glad you said that i just thought it was just like a big reactor piece that makes more sense now it's a huge difference and that's why it works so much better in this right it's because i mean the reason godzilla's out and about now again is because Humans are building something to replace them. And so he's showing up to try and get rid of it when when he can. And so they get scared and they're like, we need to get... Well, that gets a little contrived, but um, they're like, Kong gets involved and all that stuff. They need Kong to lead them to the energy source to power their secret weapon. The other thing that really helps with it is that, you know... Mechagodzilla actually is awesome in this movie. They actually treat Mechagodzilla with respect in here and give him his time. Also in this movie, we got the awesome Godzilla and Kong fight in like this neon Hong Kong or wherever they're at. And it's like monsters destroying the city, fighting, duking it out. And you get a clear winner before they even bring in Mechagodzilla. Yep. They they don't rush them out. They're like, we're going to finish what you came here to see, and we're going to make it clear who wins, and then you can go party with Mechagodzilla. <laughs> so you get the cool fight on the ocean, like the aircraft carrier stuff. Then you get the super awesome fight in Hong Kong, which is Godzilla and Kong, and then you get some more fighting with Mechagodzilla after that, so... Yeah, they do what the movie says they're going to do, and then they do a little extra, so that's nice. Yeah, you get a whole extra monster. This is like one of the only Versus movies I've seen where they actually have a clear-cut winner, right? And for me, I'm like, 
since you did that, you can do whatever the heck you want now. I, I, I've given you a lot of props for actually picking one to win and having them win and then doing your other stuff after that. That's awesome. It makes sense. I love Adam Wingard for this because you said it TV and I, I read it in the interview with him. He was like, yeah, there's going to be a clear cut winner in this. You're going to know we're not going to cheap out on it. And I give him so much respect and props for that because it's awesome and it's so well handled in the movie. Because even though Godzilla wins, I still feel super bad for Kong. Yeah, I know. He didn't ask for that fight. He didn't want that. Yeah, and he gets his time in the sun at the end, too. You know, he shows up Mechagodzilla, so it's kind of like, a well, he got his moment as well, so. He may have lost the Godzilla, but he got to put the smack down on Mechagodzilla at the end. Yeah, who Godzilla lost to, so it's kind of like, see, look, there's a, there's a merit for both of these guys. Yeah, well, they did work together at the end, too, so. When Godzilla charges up his axe there for that finishing blow... Oh, man. I gotta say, I didn't get all that pumped back in Endgame, you know, when Cap shows up with Molnir and stuff, and like, I was like, meh. But I gotta say, this moment, I was like, oh, he's charging the axe up. And it makes sense, too, because Godzilla saw, or he did that earlier unintentionally when he was blasted him and he blocked it. I was like, that's so cool. Like, he saw it and remembered and did it to help Kong at the end. That got me so hyped. That was awesome. It was sick. Man, we should just talk about the fights since we're doing it already. I feel like we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're in it. Let's talk about the first one with the water. I really like that one. That one was like, it's such like a different take, you know? We don't really see monster battles in the middle of the ocean. All right, I'm only going to say it once, and then I'm going to shut up about it for the rest of the review. Uh oh. But once again, this feels super Evangelion inspired to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> and I know you see it, TV, because they do a whole sequence with the battleship jumping just like that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Wow. That also got me super pumped. I was like, they're doing it. More <laughs> Evangelion. Yes. <laughs> well, that's big things fighting each other, too. And it's done very well in that show. So, I mean, yeah. Good place to take your inspiration. Carry on. Sorry. I, I won't bring it up anymore. <laughs> ah, it's all good. It's cool. Yeah, it's a really neat fight because it's in Godzilla's, like, territory. Like, he swims around in the ocean the whole time. He, like, lives down there. So it's his home ground and Kong's in foreign territory out there. Yeah, that's what I'm really scared for Kong, when it's like, oh, jeez, like, he is literally just stranded, and they won't even unchain him at first, they have to, like, <laughs> it gets pretty desperate before they finally unchain the guy. Yeah, they're about to all drown. Yeah, and his entrance is so scary, Godzilla's, he's intimidating in this movie, and I love it, he is just angry, and he's mean, and he's just, he's on the warpath, and it's just so cool, just the way they shoot it and stuff, with his, like, fins poking out of the water slamming through everything even the music reflects it because they use the godzilla theme right but they only use the first part of it the bomb bomb yeah. that part they only use that form in this movie and it's like a remix version of it but it fits so well since he's being um touted up as the villain it's perfect for it 
It's very ominous. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's like a little bit like Jaws too in the first fight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because it is just kind of his fins at first, you see, which is kind of, yeah, it's pretty cool. And he drags the boat like Jaws drags the buoy too. <laughs> Ooh, good call. Yeah. I do like how much ocean stuff they're doing with Godzilla now. He's the master of both land and sea. Yeah, I didn't think they could make that fight work when I saw it in the trailer, but it was actually really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was super well done. It gets you pumped because like all these other movies, we've had to wait a decent amount of time to get a good monster fight in them. And this one, it's like in the first minutes, pretty much, like after they show what Kong has been doing, Godzilla like comes in. And like you were saying, TV, he looks gnarly. He's glowing blue. He's mad. Yeah. <laughs> and he destroys that place. And then like 20 minutes later, you get the first showdown between them. So you're not waiting around for just one final battle. They give you stuff the whole time. And I mean, he doesn't even win that fight either. Yeah, they, I mean, Kong kind of gets his moment in the Hong Kong battle. But in this one, it really does feel like he's just kind of trying to stay on above water, literally, you know, like, yeah. It is, yeah, because when he gets on the aircraft carrier and then Godzilla gets up there, he just promptly knocks his butt off. <laughs> just punches him in the face. Ooh, man. Yeah, Godzilla does get pretty beat up in this movie, too. He's just been taking these punches a lot longer <laughs> yeah. than Kong has. He's more adapted to it. Did they make him gnarlier in this movie than in King of the Monsters? Like, am I crazy? He kind of reminds me of, like, Shin Godzilla, like, version a little bit, like, with how bumpy and blackened his, like, skin looks. I think they, like, yeah, went out of their way to make him a little, like, more aggressive and meaner, I think, which I thought was cool. It kind of, in a weird way, made me think of the original Kong versus Godzilla. Like, I mean, he kind of looks a little more alligatory to me, I guess. <laughs> so, in that regard, I guess it kind of made me think of that, but... I think they did kind of shift the design because I really do. I think this is the best he's looked, at least for me. Just the he's a little slimmer. It feels like he feels a little more natural, and he's got that like yeah aggressiveness to him. Big G, he just looks so cool. I immediately bought two Godzilla prints after like watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been eyeing a uh, Godzilla versus Kong Godzilla figure, but I don't know if I want to drop the dough on it yet or not. <laughs> I kind of want. A Kong one, too, because of this movie. Like, I, I, I've i never been super pumped about Kong, but these past two movies, I like where they're going with this Kong. Does he seem like old man Kong now? Like, is that what they're doing? Yeah, he's got like a beard. I love it. He just seems so weary. He just wants to chill. He's like, God, I'm too old for this. Come on. Everyone should just take it easy, you know? He does feel like he's kind of like, yeah, old and, I don't know, he doesn't really know his place in the world, that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> he's, just kind of, he's been hanging out on the island for years. Yeah, and then it's it's a virtual island. I like how they get that out of the way, like what they've been doing with Kong right at the beginning. Like, it's not this big montage or anything. He just throws a tree 
up and it hits the biodome and you're like, oh, okay. So <laughs> they built a dome around him. That's why he's like not getting murdered by Godzilla. That was the best part of this movie for me was them building up the characters of the two, mainly Kong, but Godzilla gets some good character development too, I think. Oh, yeah. He has a lot more personality than the last couple, I think. I love when in the second fight when he hits him with his beam and then he just starts laughing yeah. at him. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I kind of like that. He just he just seems like such a big jerk in this, and I love it, you know? <laughs> just like, he's so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, he's like the big bully, but the bully who can back it up. Because even at the end of this movie, after they meet Mecha Godzilla, like they have the little stare down, Godzilla and Kong, and Godzilla's like, you ready to fight again? And Kong just drops his axe. And he's like, okay, that's acceptable. <laughs> Kong seems like the type to be, you know, like the quote unquote better man and be like, you know what? We don't have to fight. I don't, we don't have to fight. <laughs> and he, maybe, you know, he might get his butt kicked again, but... Godzilla in this movie makes me think, nah, he'll just go and try to murder like the next like big monster. He's that's gonna like be on his turf, I guess. Well, and see, that's why it's interesting because Godzilla doesn't kill Kong when he beats him. He lets him live, and then he goes on off to look for Mecha Godzilla. And he could have killed him, but he didn't. He left him, let him be. I think he would have died though. To be fair, if those humans hadn't saved him. That's true, but I mean, look at all the other ones he's dispatched. Yeah, he didn't like breathe fire down his throat like he did the last two monsters he fought. <laughs> yep, yep. He leaves them there, so he didn't kill them. He knows, you know, I think, yeah, he's just, he knows like the ones who are going to be a problem, like say King Ghidorah, who's like a planet terraforming beast, and Kong, who's just like, just needs to be put in his place, I guess, you know, he doesn't have to die. Well, that's why I feel bad for him, you know? It wasn't like he was trying to, like, take charge. This does kind of harken back to those old classic Godzilla roots, you know? Like an arms race, humanity's like, hmm, here's a big weapon. And Kong's, you know, goes Iron Giant and says, I am not a gun. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> to be fair, humanity's like, we'll just build our own gun, it's fine, and... It's mechanism. Yeah. We'll use that. Yeah, my favorite fight though is the second fight in Hong Kong. It just looks so cool with all the lights and stuff. It's almost like Cyberpunk Godzilla, which made me want like a future Godzilla movie where it's like deep future with like cyberpunky cities and flying cars and stuff, then Godzilla shows up. Yeah, they just trash that town. And it's so cool because Godzilla's always neon blue in this for the most part, too. So he just fits right in with the aesthetic of hong kong yeah and it's, it's just yeah it's another thing we just haven't never seen that before you know it's something new a new setting with all this neon around him it was really cool like even though it was at night it just looked really cool he did something interesting with it like all the other movies when they're at night they don't really it's nighttime but adam wingard did something interesting with it which was really appreciative yeah and you can see the monsters really well like the lighting it's night but everything's lit up pretty well so you they're not trying to like hide cgi behind something like the other godzilla movies have done a little bit not all the time but they did a little bit and this fight you get to see everything super clear 
I was not prepared for how visually astounding that fight was going to be. You know, like we've had Marvel for a while now. We've had some pretty crazy sci-fi superhuman battles. But I got to say, I think this one, maybe, in my opinion, might be the most like visually impressive that I have seen so far. I love the scene in the fight where Kong's like hanging off of this skyscraper and Godzilla's looking for him. And Kong like chucks this thing into the building and Godzilla's like, oh, <laughs> and then he ambushes him from behind. Yeah, Kong's using his tactics. Yeah, I love the way that Kong fights. Like Godzilla is cool in his fights, uh, but he pretty much just spams his breath and hits stuff with his tail. Until he went alligator mode. Yeah, he did bite. That was really cool. Yeah, I love how mobile Kong is jumping around, and yeah, he's like, if he's in like his, he's what is he doing? Like, uh, like the knee hits and like the elbows drops on him. It's like, it, it kind of, that's the moment where I was like, you know, Kong might actually have this because it kind of felt like he Kong had him like in this close quarters, you know, and was just like bouncing off of buildings and slamming into him. But Godzilla breaks free of that eventually. But that's when Kong really gets his moment to shine. I think. Yeah. Just swinging around him and just beating the crap out of him. <laughs> I absolutely loved when they did the top-down shot, um, like near the start where Godzilla's got his head and his big neck and he's like snaking around and biting on him and Kong's trying to punch him and stuff. It was so cool. Like, I loved how they filmed the a lot of the action in that scene because it was... Is I know I'm always harping on this in these other action movies we've watched, right? It's like they tried something new that actually fit with what they were trying to do. It's like we got two big, huge monsters, so let's show an aerial view of them doing their thing so you can get a clear shot and not just ground shots looking up at them, right? It's so cool, and it works so well, too. Yeah, it feels a lot different than a lot of these, like, we were talking about earlier, like the Marvel stuff, just like with the camera work with like, I feel like this has its own style to it. You know, whereas a lot of Marvel movies feel kind of, you know, they all have a similar style. This one feels, it just feels unique with just like the lighting, all the like, yeah, neon everywhere, the, the camera shots. There's a lot of crazy shots they do in this that I think are really cool. I just love how in the fight too, like the first time watching this, I didn't know who was going to win. Like, it's not super clear until the ending there that Godzilla's going to win just because of how like mobile Kong is like you've been saying TV and he's jumping around using all these things to his advantage. I had no idea who was going to win. And then when Godzilla won, I was like so pumped, but also heartbroken seeing Kong. <laughs> it, it's just such a good fight. So well done. Everything about them is awesome in this movie. And I love that. He, he even slips in a nod to the to Kong shoving the tree down Godzilla's yeah! throat from the original. I saw it and I was like, that's awesome. He did it. <laughs> he the madman did it. <laughs> I kind of liked that too, because like you were saying earlier about the like Godzilla charging up the axe, I kind of feel like Kong like was you know, he that was his like reactionary like defense against Godzilla. It was like he noticed Godzilla's breast on their first fight. And every time he sees Godzilla charging up, he's like smacking his face, shutting his mouth, throwing things in his throat. Like <laughs> he's trying his best to make sure Godzilla can't do that to him again. Well, yeah. I mean, what's Kong going to do against that Godzilla breath? 
use a, sh- a build top of a building as a shield. That was sweet. <laughs> Gotta be something. Because I bet that fur is pretty flammable, so yeah. <laughs> Can't get hit by that thing. We we talked about the fighting styles of Godzilla and Kong, but I think Mecha Godzilla has a very cool fighting style too. He's like doing karate kicks and stuff. Rocket punches. Oh. Yeah, like they're holding on to both his arms and he just like pulls out these rockets to just blast Godzilla. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap, how much does he got in a day? <laughs> His moves were so cool. Yeah, I love how he's using the thrusters to like fly around, grab Godzilla, use the thrusters to chuck him like halfway across the city. Dude, those thrusters are awesome. I love those gas guzzling, smoke billowing thrusters he has. <laughs> Makes him so fast. You wouldn't think he'd be so quick, but man. I have a question. Um,. We've been talking about the fights for a long time, but when Mecha Godzilla like becomes Mecha Godzilla and becomes his own like entity, it's not like controlled by the dude sitting in King Ghidorah's skull. Is that King Ghidorah at that point in Mecha Godzilla, or what is that? Do you guys know? I think so. Yeah, I think that's King Ghidorah. I think they're using Ghidorah's brain as, like, they say something about, like, his brain is a supercomputer and they've got it somewhere. Yeah, it's telepathic. Yeah, because they, they said his necks were so long that he had to talk telepathically between the three heads and that's why they used it. It doesn't make any sense, but that's okay. It's it's just a sci-fi alien, yeah. I mean, the giant flying dragons from space doesn't make any sense either, so I am not looking for realism in this movie at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's a giant monkey and giant lizard, so I'm fine with it. But I just didn't know if that was, like, Mecha Godzilla was separate from King Ghidorah or if he was Ghidorah at that point. It's not super clear. It doesn't need to be, but I just didn't know if you guys would have picked up something i didn't i took it as king Ghidorah took it over yeah that's what i thought or at least like the remnants of his personality i kind of like the idea that Ghidorah could transfer his like consciousness into a robot you know like is this the last we've heard of king Ghidorah? hmm is he like on the web somewhere now (laughs) 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 hacker king Ghidorah. finally he'll take down the earth in a different way Need Cyber Godzilla now to go take out yeah, <laughs> Cyber Geeter. <laughs> I bet it's super satisfying for yeah King Ghidorah if that is him, like getting his rematch and being like just so much more powerful <laughs> and just whooping on Godzilla, man. And I think that's that's why uh, Godzilla keeps getting attracted to him is because whenever they activate that telepathic thing, I think that's what's lured Godzilla to King Ghidorah and the King of the Monsters. So whenever that thing turns on. He's coming for it and trying to find it because he's like, King Ghidorah's back. Interesting. I think I'm of the differing opinion here. I like Mechagodzilla being his own thing, not having to get King Ghidorah back in there. It's not important at all, but I I did wonder, but it's more of a personal thing for me. I like the idea of Mechagodzilla becoming sentient in his own thing or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if they would have gone a different direction, I think I would have liked that better anyways, just having him, like, I don't know. I wanted to see the pilot actually fight Godzilla, like, you know, the guy, not a weird taking over robot, but 
that's just kind of nitpicking, I guess. But I, I like that. I'd rather see that. Yeah, a, a, the humans actually fighting Godzilla with this thing. That would have been cool. Like, cause I loved Mecha Godzilla, but I think he got shafted a little bit. He shows up, does some cool stuff, and dies. Right, and doesn't he doesn't do a whole lot really. Like his fights are awesome and everything he's in is awesome but he doesn't really do much and i'm sure we'll get to it here in a bit but i would have loved it if they had cut out a one complete group of characters from the story and used that time to make the fight between the three of them at the end longer i think i know exactly what you mean and i agree with you because the group that meets up with the Conspiracy Theory podcast dude who was, like, spot on, I do feel like that group should have been cut from the movie, <laughs> personally. Like, they don't really have much to do. They have some cool scenes. They're kind of comedy relief, but I I think it should have just been cut and they should have focused on the, all the other stuff in this movie. I definitely like the... Kong people better, but I I kind of like the Godzilla team as well. I actually like. I think this is the best the humans have been in this MonsterVerse so far, except for maybe Skull Island. I really actually like the the human characters in this a decent amount. I really didn't mind the podcast guy in Stranger Things this time around. You know. Yeah, I was just happy to see her have something to do. You know, like at least in this one, she's got some sort of goal. And, like, I know the podcast thing is super cliched, but that guy was cracking me up, and I love the, like, you <laughs> know, really the conspiracy yeah. theory angle. <laughs> yeah. Bernie was cool, but, I mean, Stranger Things still doesn't have much to do, really, in this. Well, she's got a goal straight up from the beginning. She wants to find out what's going on, and, like, at least she's got the purpose rather than the old one. She just sits around till the end. Yeah, but, I mean, she he could have had Bernie do all that. It doesn't make sense. Like, just her and her friend just find him first try right off the bat because of Bleach? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie's not taking itself seriously. So, yeah, I mean, that's fine with me. It's funny, I think. It's kind of goofy, but, yeah, it works. I know why they're there. They're there to be the counterpoint to Kong's group who is supporting him. But, you know, that group actually does something pretty significant, whereas the Godzilla team, they don't do anything. They pour whiskey on the supercomputer. Okay, that amused me a little bit, I gotta say. Like, working in tech, that was amusing. <laughs> the whole dialogue about the guy was gonna crack the password and the... The conspiracy dude's like, I thought you knew how to do tech stuff. He's like, I took an HTML course. <laughs> yes! That was funny. Like, that's that's very accurate. It was. And I appreciated it. <laughs> like, I was okay with them. Like, I have mixed feelings. I feel like that stuff is kind of irrelevant to most of the movie. Like, what they do. I feel like it's irrelevant to all the other stuff going on in this movie until it needs to be at the end when they pour whiskey on the thing and you get the the evil corporation guy's speech i mean they're just there to like tie it into apex which i i, I don't know i didn't mind it but i i care what you guys are saying you know if we have to have stranger things in the franchise 
I much prefer this to the family drama. But I mean, I won't argue that it really doesn't serve a lot of purpose. I'm not trying to convince you guys these are great characters. I'm just saying I liked them. I thought they were fun. And that's just my take on them. I didn't mind having spending my time with them. I liked learning about like the Apex and uh, this conspiracy guy. It's kind of like a fun, like, I haven't seen this in a Godzilla movie either. Like the almost industrial espionage and conspiracy theory kind of thing. I was like, that's kind of a fun way to approach the Mechagodzilla story. Yeah, I have mixed feelings, like I said. I still think ultimately they should have been cut and they could have developed the Apex stuff through the daughter who just shows up on the mission and says like two lines. Yeah, I didn't really care about her at all. It just kind of feels irrelevant that the two high schoolers made it that far as they did, especially when they snuck into an apex facility with a bunch of holes in it yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know it was ruined but it seems like this company pretty much doesn't want this crap to get out so i would have well i guess the dude worked there so that makes sense never mind that can be explained away it just feels a little irrelevant and weird but it is much better than the family drama so yeah that's all right yeah i mean they're i liked them but that's I, I hear what you guys are saying too, so it's we can agree to disagree on that. I wish they would have cut that and explored more of, you know, the center of the earth, Kong's home. I think that would have been cool because I'm like a sucker for these finding old civilizations, you know. I love that stuff in King of the Monsters, but I love the shot when Kong finds the like throne room that has the power source in it. And he's like walking down the stairs. That just looks so cool. And I mean, you're down there for maybe, what, three minutes? <laughs> and the Godzilla shoots a hole in the earth. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> now that was a bit much for me, I thought. Really? <laughs> you know, that's honestly my biggest problem with this movie is that hole in the earth. Because they make such a big deal about the inverse gravity field. That's like the crux of the whole first act of the movie, is how are we dealing with the inverse gravity field? And then Godzilla just blows a hole to the center of the Earth, and they climb right out of it. No big deal, I guess. Well, Kong didn't have a problem going through it the first time, so... I mean, that's not, like, that's the question, though. Is it, did they go through it again, or does that field only exist in certain places? I don't know. I would assume they went through it again. And if it is inverse gravity, does his beam travel through it normally, or does it get all, like, contorted like they did going through the field? I don't know. Maybe it got amplified when he hit the thing, because it did shoot him out pretty fast. Like, why make such a big deal about it, only to have this, like, weird, you know, (laughs) like, obviously, like, massive issue with the whole concept? So they needed... A quick way to get Kong back there to fight Godzilla. (laughs) It feels weird, and it's like one of those big blockbuster movies where they just throw science words at you that don't, like, mean what they they think they mean. Mm -hmm. And I was okay with it. I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous when you try and explain that they go to the center of the Earth and then do all this stuff because the power source is there. But it's like... This movie delivers on what it needed to deliver on, so I'm like, I don't want to pick apart the science. I don't care. They got him there. They got me pumped for the fights. That's what I wanted. 
I mean, this movie's not trying to be realistic either, so that's what's kind of useful, I think, you know? It's a different tone. But for me, it's like a narrative issue, even. Skarsgård's whole thing is like, I don't want to go down there because my brother died in the inverse gravity field. They were still in their their vehicles or whatever that were designed specifically to get there, so... I just think it's ridiculous that Godzilla drilled a hole in the Earth <laughs> that far. I don't know. It just seems so weird. To me, I was just impressed. I was like, my boy Godzilla is so strong. He could shoot his atomic <laughs> breath clear through the Earth. That's awesome. <laughs> my thoughts when Godzilla started doing that, I was like, what? No way. Oh, he's doing it. <laughs> he's going to get him. So I was pretty pumped. Like, And then they roar at each other through this massive hole. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> That's like the one moment it was like almost a little too far for me. But I mean, it was still kind of cool in a way. It fits with the rest of the science and stuff in this movie, pretty, which is pretty shaky. But they, I like that they just full commit. Like, they don't second-guess it. He just full commits, Adam Wingard does, with the weird stuff. I think he was trying to go for a B-movie feel with this, too, to mimic the original some. And to me, like, the whole... Since they're going sci-fi with it, it didn't... It didn't bug me as much as, like, the in King of the Monsters, where they were trying to keep it realistic... I, I am not defending the writing at all of this because it's not that good. Uh, <laughs> but It's serviceable to get you where you need to be. Yeah, it delivers on what it wants to deliver on, and I think that's that's good. It has cool visuals and some neat ideas, even if they have some shaky ways of getting to them. <laughs> I think Kong's humans actually have good writing. Yeah, they're they're good for the most part. I like the little girl and the, like, research lady. I can't even remember. I don't know anybody's name in this movie. Eileen. Really? That's her name is Eileen? I had no idea. I mean, I take notes on all the names, but then we end up calling them all these other weird things. So <laughs> like... Man, I, I can't name a single character's actual name. Man, the Wolfman was back, too. The Wolfman was in this. I wasn't expecting him. Do have to wonder why he was in the air at all. <laughs> His whole purpose was to show that, like, he just lets the daughter run, run wild all over the place. Hey, Dad, I'm in Kong Kong now. Oh, uh, wait, where? Where are you at? He's busy <laughs> tracking the killer Godzilla. He ain't got time to watch her. Weren't you saying in the last movie that you're angry that the world was in danger and that he's worried about his family? And now that the world's in danger, he's following Godzilla around and not caring about his family? Yes. Very suspicious. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I think I really like the human characters for Kong. The The little girl in Kong's relationship is really good, I think. I really liked uh, Nathan as well, Nathan, Dr. Nathan, the main guy. I liked how he, he's always trying to de-escalate situations. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Can we not, please? <laughs> he's a really fun character. You care for the little girl or whatever because of her relationship to Kong and how that's built up. And then Eileen, like, you know, she's trying to do the right thing, too. So that's nice. They had a really good relationship together her and her daughter i thought well she was basically what um ken watanabe was to godzilla and 
the first two movies. So it was cool to see somebody with that amount of dedication researching Kong. And they care about Kong, you know. Mm-hmm. It helps with the connection to Kong that they're going for in this movie quite a bit. Yeah. It's all the keep all his people love him. And like you can really tell about it. Yeah. Like Eileen is like, why don't we throw you off the ship instead, huh? You know, like you can really they're she's passionate about this. And I really yeah, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I liked all the Kong crew. They were that was good. I liked that. I'm gonna have a hot take maybe, but I have to kinda of wish we had more of that, honestly. I like those characters quite a bit. I think they could have built on them a lot more. I liked uh yeah, Nathan, his character was interesting to me. They don't, like, I don't think they give it enough time, but at first he's really, like, nervous and hesitant around Kong, and then, you know, at the end he saves his life, and he kind of goes from a washed-up, kind of not-very-confident person to, at the end, being kind of, like, the hero of the story a little bit. I kind of like his arc. This is nice. Well, they had him and Kong had that bonding moment as they were falling through the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Both just looking at each other like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I wanted more with them. Like, cut out the Stranger Things stuff. Give us more, like, of an adventure when they get to the center of the earth, you know? Like the classic movies that did that thing, you know? That would have been even cooler, I think. I do hope that's what the next film, if they do another film, is, is them running around Hollow Earth. I, I do love that journey to the center of the Earth kind of stuff they're doing. You don't get much time there, but it's pretty cool. I like the monster that immediately attacks Kong and, like, was gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> Until they bombed him. Why wasn't it Godzilla versus that thing, too? Man, Godzilla just blasted it with his breath. Too easy. Too easy. Oh, uh, yeah. They'd irradiate him and he'd just go nuclear. I will say, it does seem to me, I guess speaking of that, that, you know, if they had done that for Godzilla again, I don't feel like Kong would have had a chance at all against that. Nobody. Well, that whole city would be dead. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have any reason to be trying to pump up Godzilla on this, though, like... He's not very nice. That's fair. <laughs> like, why would they pump him up in this one? <laughs> He's mad. They woke him up like three times now. He hadn't been awake for thousands of years. Honestly, Godzilla's like, He's a real bro. He's putting up with all his roommates' crap, and he's not kicking them out yet. He's just yeah. showing up and being like, all right, you got to cut this out, and then just goes back to sleep. Man, in this movie, I'm getting a little nervous about <laughs> our standing. <laughs> He's just so grumpy. Well, what we need is a running count of the amount of times humans have bombed him. Right when he shows up, they're always shooting <laughs> yeah. him with missiles. Every movie, he probably takes about 20. I don't know why they do it. They know it's not going to do anything. <laughs> it kind of hurts him, it looks like, in this. He gets pushed around a little bit by him. Just a little bit, yeah. Might as well. I mean, it's better than doing nothing, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it hurts him or it's just like he's annoyed by it and he's just like, cut that out. When he's fighting Kong on the ship, one of the like jets like drops a bomb on his back and he kind of like lets out a roar. Like it sounded like he kind of got, at least it stung a little bit. Maybe they got better weapons. They've got much better technology in this. So it would not surprise me if they've been improving upon, yeah, all their other weapons and stuff too. It does kind of seem like they make 
conventional weapons a little more effective against him in this one than in the previous films. I, I like the direction they go with this, where it is kind of more sci-fi, because I like it when the humans do have weird technology they can use, kind of like in the older like Godzilla movies. And even, yeah, like in the 90s, they had like flying ships they used to fight Godzilla. I think it's fun when they're like actually building their own like deterrence and stuff, like Mechagodzilla or like other things. Like, surely in like the five or however many years he's been around, they've been like developing stuff to, to, to deter him. In case he goes on a rampage, as he's been known to do in the past movies. And I think it opens up the possibilities in the future to do more crazy stuff too when they have introduced all this weird flying car stuff. Oh, what if they did a remake of GMK, right? And they add Kong into it, the mix. <laughs> It'd be GMKK. <laughs> I was going to add the other one <laughs> for King mm, Kong, yeah, but then I was like, hmm, I'm going to have to rethink <laughs> this title. We can't call it that if they did that. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, listener, GMK is um, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All Out Attack, where King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Baragon. Baragon. Oh my gosh, that thing. Our favorite kaiju for two of our hosts here. Team up to fight Godzilla. I love Baragon. <laughs> Good old Baragon. Yeah, you'll notice how Baragon's name didn't quite make the title for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> That'd be cool if they like did that for a finale and then brought Kong in there and they all had to fight super pumped up Godzilla. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe they actually make a robot that works out of King Ghidorah, Mecha King Ghidorah, and they got Mothra on their side because Mothra is like a good thing. And then they summon Baragon out of the earth because, you know, we have to have him. And then King Kong, of course he'll help. Honestly, they'll they'll just replace Baragon with Kong if no. they did that. <laughs> I'd watch it. It'd be completely nuts. What'd you guys think of the music in this? Because I've got a lot of thoughts on the music. I love it. I thought it was really good, yeah. I was okay with it, yeah. I liked some of it. I did not like the licensed tracks that they had in here at all. Like, I know why they have them. They're trying to call back to Skull Island, but I don't think it works in this movie very well. I thought it added personality to Kong. You know, like, it feels like old man music that they old man would listen to, and that's what Kong is, like, listening to on the island, just hanging out, taking showers. Yeah, taking a shower, having breakfast. Yeah, I liked that one. That, and then... They did it on the aircraft carrier too. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's fun. I, I I like the throwback, and it did. It felt like it fit this Kong's personality a little bit for me. Yeah, it fit the tone of the movie. I thought so. I was okay with it. I think I liked it too. I I don't know. I was kind of like oh, Fox. You didn't like the licensed music in School Island, right? Oh no, no. I appreciated it in there, especially because we got some some underplayed seventies tracks. Okay. That's just me then. Just me then. I didn't care for it. Maybe it's because Godzilla was in it that I didn't care for it. But I don't, I don't got a good reason for it. I just wanted a full original score, I suppose. It, it's so good when they remix like the theme and then like 
do other stuff with it too. And in these new movies, like I know I, I love the um, original score they did in the 2014 Godzilla. And then I really liked how they remixed the theme and everything and had the cool music in King of the Monsters. And then even in this one too, like all the standouts for me were um, all the original score. That was my favorite part too. Was the yeah Godzilla's theme was my favorite. I loved what they did with that, and this is so cool. And surprisingly, I really dug the synthwave in this too. <laughs> and I actually I wanted more of it. I was like, this surprisingly fits really well with the sci-fi and everything they were doing with it. I was like. I want more of this. This was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I almost wish Mechagodzilla would have got a little more synthy of like a theme or something. Because I think they just kind of replay Godzilla's theme, which I guess kind of makes sense because it's Mechagodzilla. But I kind of wish he would have had a more like electronic sounding thing. Yeah, like like his electric um, Godzilla roar, which was so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I love like those little synthy interludes and stuff. There's like a really nice one at the end, like after they fight and it's like fading into the sunset. When uh, the Godzilla team's driving the van, there's a cool synth song. When they're in the um, center of the earth too, and Kong's like doing the the jump to the hand or whatever. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, and don't they do it? Is it during the the water fight? Uh, the first fight they have where it's like. And it's got like it like kind of goes back and forth between like synth and like uh, the more classic Godzilla sounding stuff. I don't remember for that one. And I like that they keep bringing back the old themes for these two. Like I love the original score in 2014 Godzilla, but I really missed the Godzilla theme. And then they bring it back in the next two, and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and this one is nice, I think, because it's like close, but not quite. You know, it's a little different, which is kind of cool. He It's his own take on it. Uh, like a more bare bones version. I also really liked um, the opening credits for this one, where it's like, counting down all the monsters that each one of them had like faced and was like crossing them out and then it had that big cheesy title drop with the like light coming out of the back and the epic music i was like man i'm in for a good time when i saw that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah gets you pumped and they do the godzilla roar over it oh yeah <laughs> that was so cool I kind of felt bad. Kong didn't really, he didn't get a lot of like X's out on his side. You know, they <laughs> yeah. kind of like cut away because he doesn't, he's not had as many movies. He had two X monsters <laughs> down to Godzilla's got like an army that he's destroyed. <laughs> so has he been hunting down all the Titans that we've seen? Or like, has he been like fighting them in between these movies? Because he had more X's than he fought in uh, the last two movies. Yeah, he did. Maybe they counted both the Mutos or whatever, <laughs> since he did kill both of them. Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe he didn't kill them, you know, but it wouldn't surprise me if he gave him the old Kong treatment, you know. <laughs> I still want more fights in this movie. <laughs> I wanted more. <laughs> I didn't get enough. I wanted more. Dang. I mean, that's why I rewatched it so much, I guess, yeah. 
But... There you go. That's the solution. <laughs> I think they I think they actually nailed the balance almost perfectly in this, at least for me. I think that there was just like just the right amount, you know. I got what I came for. And for me, I liked the character, so it was actually kinda a really easy watch. I think for me, if they would have cut out the Stranger Things crew completely and replaced that with more fights, then I would have been happy. So so this is what I want them to do. They won't do it because they don't know how, I don't think. Um, I want something like a John Wick movie, right? Where we get the amount of fights in John Wick, but in a Godzilla movie. That's animated. I feel like that would cost an insane amount of money, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. If they did that, I'd be like, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That'd be cool, I guess. I'd I'd love to see him try, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to argue and say I don't want more fights, you know? I mean, I felt like this one clipped along at a pretty good pace for me. It's a good, like... A action and release because it's like okay they gave me what i wanted they wanted kong versus godzilla they gave me that in the first like 30 minutes sweet and then they give me again and they fight for a long time in both fights it's crazy i don't know they he, he he nails it i think in my opinion i guess one thing i appreciate about adam wingard you know i mean i appreciate a lot of things personally although i know not everyone feels the same <laughs> but i appreciate that he doesn't outstay his welcome and he said that he prefers to keep his movies under two hours just to avoid people feeling like they've been there for too long that's a smart move i think yeah yeah i agree i think he could have shored this one up even shorter too i just i guess i just didn't really i really didn't like the stranger things stuff but what we got was pretty cool and it'll hold me over until we get in the godzilla john wick movie i've always wanted <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's like any Godzilla movie that I've seen that's like that with like just mostly mon oh I guess you could watch like Son of Godzilla <laughs> oh <laughs> no not Son of Godzilla <laughs> I've actually seen that one it's pretty good or or like uh, All Monsters Attack I think that's the other one where it's on Monster Island and uh, Godzilla's son's walking around and talking and stuff you know Final Wars could have been that, but it 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 really wasn't. <laughs> That's exactly what you want. That's Godzilla fighting for a lot of that movie. Dang. And the humans are doing like Matrix martial arts. <laughs> you you would think that, but every Godzilla fight's like 10 seconds long <laughs> and then he kills them and goes on to the next. What movie? So, Final Wars, Godzilla Final Wars, they literally bring back every single, like, thing, monster he's fought in all his movies, and he goes and kills them all, one by one, <laughs> throughout the movie. It sounds cool, but it's not that great. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's not one of my favorites either, but. I'm looking at it now, this looks awesome. You might like it. I I just have one little thing, and I should have brought it up earlier. So I love Mechagodzilla's, you know, smoke-billowing thrusters and all his rocket launchers and his laser breath, right? But I don't know if I'm too keen on his actual design. It is a little Transformeries for me. I'm kind of with you, yeah. I, was, I, was, I meant to bring that up, too. It feels like it's almost too, like, spiny, I guess? I don't know. It feels so bony. It's like... 
blocky or something. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the old ones, but I kind of liked how it actually resembled Godzilla and wasn't just a chromed out fire truck with a head and a tail. I do think the Godzilla, like, against Mechagodzilla, that one's the coolest looking. But I I like this one. This one I thought was pretty cool. I like that they tried to mimic him but made it, like, Mecha-E-ish. I don't know. It's a, it's a terrible way to describe it. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for some overall presentation then? Yeah. What's the scale? Oh, okay. So we got a scale that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to sum up our thoughts in a final spiel and present them to the world. Our, our grade for how this ranks. Is this the uh, the climactic battle we've been waiting for? Or did it fall short into the pits of flames that Godzilla loves so much? But, you know, in the meantime, um, once again, you know, one time I went to this... Uh, the zoo and I used to go there quite a bit as a kid and there was always this gorilla that I kind of felt like I had a connection with you know he he was very friendly he he would come up to the glass and kind of be like he'd hold out his hand and I put my hand on the glass all these like really touching moments and it, it turns out he could do sign language which was really cool so I could kind of communicate with him um and one time he like he phoned uh, or he signed podcast at me I was like huh okay and so I showed him our show and he like kind of got all really excited, and he 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 started signing again, and it was insane. I've never seen him <laughs> sign so efficiently, but he was like, "Mike always goes first. <laughs> and I said, "Yes." <laughs> so, in spirit of that gorilla, I think maybe Mike. You know, we wouldn't want to let the monkey down. The gorilla. All right, I'll do it. You know, I had an absolute blast watching this movie. It was so much fun. I haven't had this much fun watching a movie probably in maybe half a year. And I loved it. It was just big monster fights. I bought two Godzilla prints after I watched this movie. It was awesome. I'm definitely giving this a buy it. When it comes out, I'll actually buy this one. Man, yeah, we spent a lot of time, you know, going over this one. And I think there's probably still... Even more we could have delved into. And what makes that super cool is that this is not like a deep movie. You know, this is a blockbuster action film. But I think I feel confident enough to say that this is the coolest blockbuster action film I have seen in the last couple of years. This was rad. Any minor problems I had with the weird science or characters or anything or mech design is completely overshadowed by how absurdly epic the fights in this movie are like i'm so stoked that mainstream studios are finally figuring out that we love cyberpunk stuff and neon and synthwave give us more of that it was incredible i love the music i love the monsters there were some funny humans in there i guess i'm giving it a buy and i'm gonna watch it again this week dang it I really enjoyed this movie as well. Like it delivers exactly what I wanted. Kong versus Godzilla. We get that and we get that in spades. Like the fights are so good, you know. They really get me to care about Kong and he, they give Kong plenty of time to shine before they do finally declare Godzilla the winner, which I was always rooting for Godzilla kind of, so that's a plus for me. The monsters here have some kind of fun personalities here. 
I think, which kind of was lacking, at least for Godzilla in the last couple. And this one, I feel like he's got a personality. He's a little more angry, a little more gruff, and he's kind of la- he laughs. He literally laughs in this movie, which is kind of funny. I really enjoy the human characters as well in this. Um, they're definitely an improvement. Probably the best human characters I think we've had in the MonsterVerse, maybe besides Skull Island. I don't know. But, you know, this movie's not trying to be super serious. It's all pretty goofy. Kong's team is definitely the best. Um, and I actually really like those characters. Eileen, the daughter, Nathan, they're all like actually really interesting to me. And I love how they kind of like help build up Kong and kind of hype him up a little bit. They bring some new elements to Kong that I really like, so that's nice. Um, the music's great as well. Mechagodzilla, pretty neat. Have some issues maybe with the design, but it's not enough to like really subtract a whole lot. This is probably my favorite of the MonsterVerse. Um, I'm going to give it a bite because it's just amazing. Yeah, it's great. I've been waiting for this movie for so long, and it's finally here. Yeah, I didn't have much faith in Wingard pulling this off. Um given a lot of his prior movies and the history Hollywood has with screwing up versus movies. But I have to eat my words, I've said now, because this actually turned out really good. Um, We've been praising the monster fights, which they're probably the best that they've been like in any Godzilla movie in this movie, which is awesome to see. Even the camera work was cool, which is something I wasn't expecting. Like, I loved a lot of the shots that they used, the unique ones that they did. In fact, during the fights, like, just that top-down view was such a cool way to showcase it. And then, like, all the close-ups they did of Godzilla and Kong. Oh, that was sick. What you're here for delivers. And they have a clear-cut winner, too, which is such a good change of pace for these Versus movies. The humans are not that great, again, um, with the exception of the Kong crew. They're actually pretty interesting in how their relationship with Kong works. And since they can talk to him and he can talk back to them, that makes it a lot more interesting. And they really humanize Kong a lot in this. Even though I wanted Godzilla to win, I still felt bad when Kong got beat. Um, So they did a really good job with him and a little bit with Godzilla too, which was nice. I did want a little bit more out of it, but I I ain't going to complain with what I got because it's awesome. So I'm also giving this one a buy it. (laughs) Ooh, that's awesome. Definitely buy from Run the Real. That's good. I'm glad it lived up to the hype. Mm-hmm. I am, too, because I was not expecting it to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Maybe you should go watch some Wingar movies, Dan. You've been spouting so much hate, but, man, go back and watch some. Give them a chance. I do want to see The Guest in your next. I want to see those. Oh, I do love those. Those are up there pretty high on my favorites. Man, the guest, The Guest was good, but I didn't really like your next. I for sure will not watch the Death Note movie because I'm not going to support that in any way, shape, or form (laughs) as heresy, an abomination. It's decent, I think. It's better when you look at it from a different perspective of like, yeah, this is like an alternate reality where the Death Note landed in some like semi-smart teenager rather than the ultimate genius, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 
You got to separate yourself from the source material, which, you know, I get it. You know, it's called Death Note. Maybe it should follow it, but that's what I did, and I actually liked it, so. Well, it doesn't help that that's, that Death Note's one of the, like, most famous ones, highly regarded ones, too. Yeah, I'm surprised he got picked to make this movie, but I'm glad he did. He was the man for the job. I just didn't know it. So that was a good category, and we're going to keep it going for one more with watching King Kong vs. Godzilla. The original. It's almost been 50 years. The rematch was in the works for 50 years. <laughs> I had this on VHS. I watched the English version a lot. I never knew the, the huge difference. As a kid, at least, I never realized how significant the change would be, but we're going to watch the <laughs> Japanese version. Yeah, let's do it. I do really like this one, but for many different reasons, as we'll, we'll discuss next time. Yeah, but while you wait, please, you can hit us up. Talk to us. Tell us your thoughts about King Kong versus Godzilla, the new one. No, no, Godzilla no. versus Kong. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, God. These titles are ridiculous. <laughs> Just like Godzilla 2014, Godzilla the original. Oh, jeez. Why can't they put, like, Godzilla's back again or something for the remake? That would have been nice. If any of your listeners out there want to tell us your thoughts about Godzilla vs. Kong, let us know. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com. Did it live up to your expectations? Was it as epic as you wanted? Where does it rank in the MonsterVerse? I want to know. Yeah, we didn't say, we didn't say that. Oh, yeah. Where's it rank for everybody here? What, like out of the four that we have? Yeah, like the 2014 Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Skull Island, and this. This is the best. I think this is my favorite, too. I am going to put this just above Skull Island, but only just. Yeah, oh, that's tough. I really like King of the Monsters, too, but this one is better than King of the Monsters. <laughs> so I'll have to say this one. It did literally everything I wanted it to do, so... Hey, that, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it'd do everything that you listeners wanted it to do. That's what I want to know. So, yeah. Be sure to talk to us. Send us some messages or something. Yeah, get in contact with us. Hit us up. Anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight. This is Run The Real, signing off. Mm-hmm.